Good evening and welcome to another action-packed edition of 48 Shades of Football. Obviously my name is Mark. As always I'm joined by, by Paul who's wearing a rather nifty green green sweater. Uh, I thought you'd have your green tracksuit top on as usual. Well, well, I guess after we were told not to mention Celtic anymore, you've just decided to rock up in a Celtic shirt, right? This is a Hibernian one. <laughs> we call them Hibs where I come from. I was talking about the Maltese team. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, yeah, welcome to another edition, as I said. Um, you heard that the amazing intro music there. Uh, obviously, Paul, that was about the end of something. Yeah. It's, it's the end of the po- last podcast ever, isn't it? Oh, fantastic, really? So I can go back to having nights free? <laughs> At least until Adriano scores again. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I guess that was a little clue there by Paul, but the intro music was indeed because, much to Paul's dismay, uh, but probably not anyone else in the ACL, uh, Adriano failed to score. Yeah, he was supposed to score one this time, wasn't he? Uh, he was, yeah, because he went 4-3-2, right? Yeah. Uh, but I guess he didn't get that memo, yeah? Yeah. I guess we'll, we'll talk about that game later, but he didn't really look like he was trying a leg in the second half either, to be perfectly honest. But anyway, I guess we'll discuss that at the time. I guess. But uh, but yeah, so unfortunately for FC Seoul, uh, Adriano didn't score in the ACL, which means, well... Seoul didn't score. I'm assuming Seoul didn't score, yeah? But yeah, they probably still managed to muster up more attacks than Seoul did. I thought Seoul had a lot of attacks, that's what I read. They just didn't do much with them. He had a lot of the ball. Um, the victory goal, he played a blinder. Yeah, he did have a blinder. He made at least three world-class saves, probably. Probably at least two world-class saves. We're getting ahead of ourselves, aren't we? <laughs> Indeed. the weekend games first. Uh, do you remember them? Uh, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I remember the majority of the Songnam game. Nothing to do with alcohol, just like, yeah, it was one of those games again. And it was a while ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, it feels like a while ago, yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll start, uh, as Paul said, yeah, we'll start with the, with the, with the weekend games. We'll start with the classic, or start with the challenge, Paul? Start with the classic. Start with the classic. Start with the games we didn't see. Rattle through them. Rattle through them. So, obviously, a lot has been made about Suwon Blue Wings. Uh, horrendous start of the season in both the ACL and, and in the... Um, and in the, the league as well. This weekend, Paul, did they get back on track? Uh, they did, yeah. Against, admittedly, one of the weaker teams in the league at home, but still wins a win. So they were playing Sangju, is that right? Yeah. So Sangju had come up to Seoul the week before and got tanked 3-0. 3-0? 3-0, right? 3-0, 4-0. 4-1? 4-0. <laughs> I believe there was a goal in there. 4-0, yeah. 4-0. Now. So obviously Suwon beat them 5 now, right? Because the Blue Wings are like the second best team in Korea. Uh, no, they finished 2-1 winners uh, with a relatively late goal from Santos wrapping up three points. Yep, and I'm assuming if Suwon managed to score two goals that Kwon Chang-hoon was probably in the score sheet. He did, and he got man of the match. Uh, as you'll no doubt have seen from this week's five things we learned about the K-League blog. Indeed, that was very well written by us as well. I'm going to say it's not particularly well written. It's uh, written with a deadline in mind rather than quality. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do with the podcast as well. I think that's what we've been doing with the podcast actually for, for over a year, yeah? Yeah. Okay, sweet. So, yeah, so, so Sue won back on track, get the first points, or the first win anyway, 2-1 uh, over Sanju. Um, the other game on Saturday that we didn't see uh, took place uh, at the home of the champions, uh, John Book, <coughs> where Egan Ho was returning in the, in the colours of Jeju. Uh, it looks as if everything happened in that game in the first half hour and then nothing happened after that. With uh, John Book winning 2-1, goals by Leonardo and of course Idon Guk, who else? Leonardo's goal was quite good. Yeah, it was a cracker. Yeah, I, I saw that. That was getting hoard all over Twitter, to be perfectly honest. I mean, that's the only word you can use. Maybe pimped is a better word, but yeah, it, it was getting blasted all, all over Twitter. But still not goal of the week for me. I think Cove was goal for all summers, but... Uh, which one? <laughs> he scored twice. <laughs> I think he scored both, yeah. Okay. What? The better one of the two. The better one of the two, that's what I thought as well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was 2 1. John Book racing a 2 0 lead. Uh, Kim Ho Nam pulling, pulling one back for Jeju. And then, as far as I know, not much happened second half. Did he gonna actually play? No, I don't believe he did. Okay. Yeah, I also. 
Reading uh, Matthew Binns, I believe his, his name is, who writes for Celtic United, uh, who seems to be going to all, all the John Book games, uh, I think Che Kang he made about seven changes or something like that. Because I know that when we come to the ACL game, we were talking about he made eight changes from Saturday to, to Wednesday. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't think Che has any idea of what he's, what he's, he's starting 11 is. Um, so, I'd. Still not hugely convinced that John Book had the team this season. Okay, so I guess we'll look at the games that we were at. Uh, Paul, you were obviously at Tanchon. Uh, obviously wasn't. Obviously wasn't. So you were you, you were at So World Cup Stadium. I was indeed. Basking in the, in the glory of another match against Inchon. Yeah. They must be the team that, that you've seen uh, gubbed at Sangham more than any other team. Uh, I thought it's another team that, that gets rolled over consistently so often uh, you're probably right they they did beat us a couple of years ago but apart from that they generally get spanked yeah I mean there's been like some 5 nils, 4 nils. Uh so what was the score this time? Uh, just uh, 3-1 this time oh <laughs> rubbish yeah. same as the same as the FA Cup final yeah but the FA Cup final ended up being 3-1 yeah it was a bit closer than 3-1 yeah, sp- suggest but nothing like that yeah although Seoul did look kind of like the 2015 edition so they're a bit a bit tentative, a bit poor. Okay. But I think Incheon was so bad <coughs> this year that they weren't any match for Seoul. Incheon, Incheon do look, I've, I've seen them once in the flesh and once on TV, mm. and they look clueless. I mean, they they have one plan or one tactic, and it is give the ball to Kevin, and Kevin just looks like he's like, guys, come on, seriously. Like Kevin didn't start in this game. He came on sometime in the second half. So did that, did that make a difference when he came on? Do you think? Um, I think it did. I mean. Sol also started with Adriano on the bench. Uh, ah, really? Okay. Yeah, so, but you still managed to score three goals. Yeah. So Pak Jiang started, didn't do very much, but still scored twice. No, come on. Pak Jiang scored two goals. That's him for the season, right? Yeah. That's him finished now. He can like go back to I don't know what he does. Praying, probably. <laughs> I don't really know what Pak Jiang does, but okay. Uh, if he scored two goals, let me just hazard a guess. If Pak Jiang scored two goals, one of them was from a penalty spot, right? Yeah. Okay. One was from the penalty spot, the other one was kind of a tap-in. Okay. But those two goals mean he's now second in the golden boot. Yep, behind, I guess we'll look at that in a minute, but behind the one and only. Uh, not the rookie, obviously. Um, so, I mean, you said he was quiet. Apart, well, you said apart from that, apart from two goals, that's all he did. Like, uh, why do you think he was quiet? Like, I mean, but they, if someone scores two goals, surely you would view them as being... Effective and not I mean, effective. In, in the matches so far this season, we sort of commented about how his touch was good, how he's making decent runs, uh-huh. but he didn't really didn't stand out. Didn't really seem all oh, that was good from him. He was just anonymous. Okay. Okay. Uh, the, the penalty. Do anyone have any reason to complain about it? Uh, it was up the other end, so I couldn't say for sure. But no, it looked fairly cut and dried. Okay. And so I'm assuming Adriano didn't score then. Did you see uh, that score? He came on with about 20 minutes to go, I think. Okay. Uh, and he popped <coughs> up with a goal in time added on. Okay. So but that made it 3 1? That, that made it 3 0. And then straight from the kickoff, Inchon went down and scored with the last kick of the game. Okay. And was that just like a lapse in concentration or did it deserve a goal, do you think? Uh, I think it's, it's all defence just switched off. They 3 0 up. They knew it was time added on, so they just didn't really concentrate. Okay. Who scored for uh, Inchon? Song Jae Hun. Oh, yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> what about the uh, Vietnamese boy? Has he made his debut yet? Or did he come on? Was he even on the bench? Um, actually, I don't know. Um, I kind of got into the stadium just before kickoff, so okay. I missed, missed all the teams being announced. And yeah. okay. So that takes care of, care of the match that I was at. Um, Surprisingly, you didn't hotfoot over from Songnam for the second half. For the second half? Yeah, of the Seoul game. Oh, okay, uh, I had plans that, that involved not watching Seoul ever again. <laughs> Never again, except, except Wednesday. <laughs> I, I also dragged me along. Uh, no, I, I was actually, yeah, I had plans that night, so. So you were obviously at Tanjong. I was indeed. Watching Songnam cheat their way to another three points. Uh, there was no cheating involved whatsoever. How would you, where would you get the idea of cheating from? Because I heard there was another goal line incident. There was a goal line incident, uh, impossible to tell 
from any angle, whether or not across the line. That's that's not what I read on a read on a leading Korean football blog. Um, that's probably because I didn't get a chance to proofread <laughs> that leading Korean football blog. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. Pohang probably had the ball over the line. Um, it was, uh, I think, it, the ball was swung in. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Moon Chan Jin, maybe. Who, who shot and it was cleared on the line by Yoon Young Sun, I think maybe. Uh, but his the foot that he didn't kick the ball with yeah. was definitely behind the line. It was really tough to see if the foot he kicked the ball with was behind the, the, the line. But his standing foot was definitely a good five meters behind the line. A good, a good. Uh, so far back, he was actually one foot in the stand. <laughs> he was, he was basically doing a Basel Fortway. Don't, don't mention the war walk. <laughs> That's the only way he could have cleared it off the line. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was probably over the line. But uh, <laughs> these things happen. Yeah, that's twice. <laughs> twice as long as I'm saying Twice in two weeks. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it would have been ill-deserved Ill anyway. I don't particularly think Pohang impressed in that match anyway. Uh, Songnam did probably look like the better team. So so that's the third time you've seen Songnam. Uh, third time you've seen Pohang, right? Mm -hmm. Was the against Songnam, were they the ACL version or the, the league version that beat Incheon? The ACL version, definitely. Okay. Uh, I, I, they were disappointing. And as I discussed, I think I discussed on the, on the, on the podcast, there is something about Lazar yeah. where, where he has, he must have a clause in his contract. Because he started again, played exactly 45 minutes, didn't come out in the second half, yeah. was absolutely honking first half, yeah. didn't, I mean, did nothing apart from follow the ball. Um, gives them nothing, brings nothing to the game, gives them no threat up front. Sure, he's a big guy, but they don't use a high ball to him. Um, and yeah, He's really disappointing. So I don't really get uh, why he's he's getting a starting role. Mm. Uh, Thiago again impressed. Took the goal well. Uh, it was a pretty sweet finish actually. Uh, well made by Wang Yijo. Mm, potentially, uh, the actually um, part Yunji was having yet another bad game and I think the only thing he actually has done uh, is basically score that wonder goal against FC Seoul last year. Uh, he was having another pretty awful game actually uh, and he was taken off for someone. He was taken off for uh, Joe Jae Chow, yeah, yeah. <coughs> who basically was only on the pitch maybe 10, 20 seconds, yeah. picked the ball up, ran straight at the, po at the Pohang midfield and defence, everyone backed off. Yeah. He slipped it to Wang Yejo, Wang Yejo kind of turned his body and just let uh, Thiago take it, and Thiago just like, yeah, curled it. Easy, easy enough finish, but put it like, like past the keeper. I was, I was impressed by his lack of celebration. He, he, he didn't go crazy, you know, he didn't like do a, I can't remember that Man City player, Emmanuel, the one who ran the full length of the pitch, uh, remember against Arsenal? Adebayor. Bayor. He didn't do that kind of celebration, he just kind of like blew a couple of kisses at the Songnam fans and, <coughs> and kind of ran away. Uh, I would say Songnam deserved the victory probably. They were potentially the, the better team. Um, Pohan, yeah, but pretty poor. And I really just don't see where Pohan are going to find anything from. He like uh, finish as a challenge to John Book. I think as I texted you on Saturday, I think it's Songnam or Seoul's league to lose to John Book. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Seoul and Songnam are playing quite well and yeah. John Book aren't playing particularly well but they're grinding out results yeah. and they're a strong team aren't they? So, so I, I think what you're going to find is that Seoul and Songnam will both drop stupid points to other teams like Seoul will, will lose a super match like, but they'll beat Songnam you know, at, at, in Siam. Sonam will lose to Guangzhou or something like that. Uh, but they are playing well. I think yeah, both teams are definitely playing well. What, what was the crowd like at Sonam? Uh, it was just over 7,000. So half of what had been there the previous week. But still almost the second best supported team in, in the capital area. Uh, yeah, I guess the best supported team is 
FC Seoul FC had 19,000. 19, Blue Wings only had 8,000. Yeah. Which is really pathetic. Really pathetic. And when we talk about the ACL, we'll talk about how pathetic last night was. Um, but, I mean, 7,000 at Tantron is a decent enough crowd, to be perfectly honest. Pohan brought nobody as well. Okay. So, uh, maybe a couple hundred maximum. <coughs> so, uh, there did seem to be less free tickets given away as well. There was less like school kid parties and stuff like that. Mm. Um, the girls who I was talking about that I seen at, at the Suwon game, they, who came into the, the Songnam away end uh, down at Suwon City, uh, they performed at half time. Uh, apparently, their name is A Daily. Not quite sure what you can have daily when you see them perform, though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they mimed their way through their one and only song, I believe, and rather fetching Songnam tops that probably would have been lucky for a baby. Right, should we move on before this gets to <laughs> yes. two matches on the Sunday? <coughs> there was indeed. Uh, my plan was to go down to Suwon, but when I woke up, it, it was raining. Uh, so I decided that being in an, an open-air stadium was a bad idea. So I did watch it on TV. Um, but you didn't get the chance to say you were there when What's-His-Face scored his debut goal. I didn't. Unfortunately, uh, I was not able to actually see Ogun Jimmy um, score the game, score the goal. And you could have started a, a Jimmy Jimmy chant. <laughs> I think probably that's what the Melbourne Victory fans that were there were doing. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was actually a good... Really decent game. I'm actually enjoying watching Suwon. Uh, they're a pretty decent team. Ogun Jimmy looks like he might be the, the player who's going to. I can't say that without smiling. He looks like he, he might be, be the player who's going to like maybe complete their, their, their strike force, I guess. Because they did look a little bit. I thought you said he was going to be the player that's going to be our pun for the year. Well, we, we can either go with Organ or we can go with Jimmy. Jimmy. But yeah. I see you, Jimmy. But uh, he, he, he impressed me. He came on uh, maybe through the second half um, and uh, yeah, did pretty well. His goal was quite well taken, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it didn't take him long to score either. I mean, he, he basically, like 20 minutes, I guess that is a, lot, a long time, I guess. But, but yeah, I thought he was pretty good. Uh, Adrian Lea, Rhea, uh, again, kind of seemed to stroll through the game, uh, as did Vladan as well. Uh, also, should be said that the man of the moment, the Patriot, Jung Jo Guk. Jung Jo Guk got his fourth goal of the season. His fourth goal, fourth goal in three games. That was also quite well taken. It was well taken. It was a pretty sweet strike again. He sort of, he sort yep. of, uh, Kwang Ju were attacking from the right, and he was ha- hovering about on the, the edge of the area, watching where the ball was and adjusting his position. Yeah. And when it broke to him, he just slammed it straight in the net. Yeah, uh, I mean definitely. I guess that's why he got the name Patriot. <coughs> First place is that you can shoot these really straight. Yeah, I was impressed by by him. Obviously, again, another thing as well that I think I, I, I texted you about was uh, the manager uh, Cho Dog J. I think that's his yeah, name. The yeah, the manager. Um, he took off Yoon Tae Soo and brought in Kim Byung Ho, who had scored the goal against uh, Songnam yeah. the previous week, who came on as a sub, uh, bang on half time. Yeah. Uh, so he he seems to not be afraid. If something's not working, he's like, yep, just hook someone and bring on a sub. He seems to kind of be able to change things and, and, and uh, turn things around, yeah? Unlike Che Gang-hee, who's... I don't, I don't know if you know this, but in the K-League Classic this year, you have to have a, an under-23 player playing. Yes. Otherwise, you're limited to two substitutions. N- unless you're playing Sainju. Yeah, which is what Che Gang-hee's been doing. He hasn't bothered picking any young players, so therefore he's been... Confined to two substitutions yeah. so far. Whereas uh, some of them are lucky to have to have a, a young goalie, so it doesn't affect, impact them. Yeah, yeah, it's never been impacting them, I guess. <clears throat> but yeah, it was, it was a pretty enjoyable game. Actually, the, the first half wasn't great, but the second half was yeah, pretty good. And yeah, as I said, I, I, I was impressed by, by Jimmy. I guess that, that leaves us this one final game. Uh, just ask what the, uh, the. Do you know what the uh, attendance was at Suwon? Uh, it looked like a couple of hundreds. Uh, I think it was just over two thousand. Uh, so, because uh, when when I saw that the Blue Wings crowd was only eight thousand, I thought that there's a bit of hope that real Suwon might actually 
take them over, but no. no. I guess the rain would have had some impact. Yeah, I mean, they. Like, well, I mean, it put me off. I think it would put a few people off. The idea of standing out there in the middle of the bucket and rain. If it put hardcore. I put like you off. Yes. <laughs> Just stay home and watch something else hardcore. Yes. Well, my VPN's not working, so. Uh, anyway, um, so the final game of the weekend, or the final game of the classic, I guess, was Ulsan uh, versus John Am. Uh, both teams, ne- so neither team had had a, a victory up until that point. Uh, that one was also on JTPC. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to lie, uh, I fell asleep during it. That's all I'm going to say. Um, so, did you see Cobra's wonder goal or not? Uh, I saw the first goal that he scored. Whether we're going to call that the wonder goal or not, I'm not really sure, but it was a pretty sweet strike. So, one where it broke to him and he had to kind of chest it down and, and take a step back and then volley it back into the net. Yeah, I think that was one I've seen. Yeah. I thought he did very well to adjust the, pos- the position of his body to get <coughs> him to be able to uh, smash it in. So. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. He knocked, he knocked us out of the cup with a, a, an amazing strike last year. Um, seemed to be loving, the, like really milking the crowd. Seemed to actually really enjoy his goals. Mm. Which is true over to the Osan fans. Like, seems to have a bit of banter with him as well. Not sure how much Korean he speaks, but uh, he definitely seems to have kind of uh, found a place in their hearts as much as they've found one in his, I guess. Um, interestingly, he scored the first goal in the first half. It was quickly uh, cancelled out by homework. Yep, former host of the podcast, may us all rest in peace, Stevie's favourite. Stevie's favourite name, yeah. There's Cho Suk Jae uh, pulled it back, one each at half time, and then Kova scored a, an hour, scored a second to break the hearts of Kaylee United, who I know is a big John fan. Yep. So after round three, on Nam top of the tree on seven points. Yes, indeed. John Buck second, also seven points. Yep, but, but goals scored. A few fewer goals scored. Yep. Uh, Seoul third with six points, which is about six points where higher than they'd normally be at this time of the year. Yeah, definitely, yes. Therefore, yes. I'm going to say that it's Seoul's title to lose. Um, you really don't think that Songnam sitting top of the league means that it's, it's Songnam's to lose? No, because, as I said, Seoul was six points better off than they would be. Mm, okay. So, as long as they're sort of form for the last two thirds of the season is comparable with previous years they're going to win okay, okay, a country I get, mile I get your point uh, I think for me what I'm been impressed with more is that Sona mark up against two teams that you would normally expect them to struggle against maybe even lose to uh, two teams that traditionally are regarded as being better like as in Suwon Blue Wings and Pohan Steelers and they've beat both of them so I think for me if we can just prevent losing the stupid games to like the Sangjus and the Johnams and the Inchons. Then I'm not sure we're going to win the league, but I think we'll be there. We'll be up there. At least qualifying for the ACL then. ACL was going to be our priority, not winning the league. Our priority is going to be uh, ACL. Definitely going to be ACL. Okay. Um, so we'll just finish off the top six because the bump six don't matter. Yeah. Uh, in fourth place, we have Suwon. Just where you'd expect them to be. Oh no, wait a minute. That's not the Blue Wings. That's the real Suwon. Yeah. Uh, so Suwon City uh, are fourth. Pohang are fifth, and Guangzhou are sixth. Which is roughly where Guangzhou were this time last season as well. Yeah, I, I believe. Um, and then for the seven that don't, the seven that don't matter. For the six that don't matter, it's Incheon bottom. Yeah. Pointless. Pointless. Uh, and John Am, who normally start fantastically. Um, our, our second bottom we're only two points shall we uh, move on to the, the classic uh, the challenge? challenge I guess if we have to yeah we'll just, we'll just do this by, by scores I guess right I take you didn't watch any of it I, I didn't see any games at all uh, I didn't I didn't see a single uh, challenge game and I, to be honest I haven't watched any of the, the highlights either so yeah I really don't know anything at all about last weekend uh, I do know that Eland were back at home again Yeah, um, the only thing I saw was that uh, Taraboy scored twice for Eland to give them their first win of the season against Taejong, which would surely be one of their main challenges. Yeah, you think so, yeah. Although Liam, massive Taejong fan Liam, thinks that Taejong are not going to do very well at all. So. 
You still really think that, I mean, having just come down, that they'll still be up there as being one of the teams he's you would expect to be near the top? He's calling for the manager to be relieved of his duties. So. A true fan, yeah. <laughs> um, how did the uh, Pusan story, the, the Pusan fairy tale, today, is it getting any better? Uh, yeah, they went away to Kangwon and won 1 0, so. <coughs> okay, so got their campaign up and running. So maybe they won't be quite as atrocious as we thought they were going to be? Yeah. Um, Anyang, I know they had their first home game. Yeah, they won against Kyungnam, who are also one of the, reputed to be one of the stronger teams, so I think that was a good result for them. You think Anyang can, can keep it together this year and maybe make the playoffs? Surely that's got to be what Anyang are, 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 are aiming for by now. It's got to be like, I mean, they've come close to the last two years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Buchan, they had a bye in the first round, so they had their first game this week. Yeah. Away to the mighty Chunju, who we saw. Are Chunju still being the best? Uh, no, they were being the worst last, this last week. Uh, Puchon came away with a 1 0 win, three points in the bag for them. Again, given that they've only played the once, it's kind of hard to say um, whether that's a good result. Well, I mean, whether they should be optimistic for the season or not. Yeah. I think they had a, we all know they had a really good season last year. Yeah. Uh, whether they can maintain that or not is. I do know that they've got a new Brazilian called Everton. Who uh, scored? I'm assuming it's not Everton of Songnam and FCSO and Ulsan's Everton. Presumably not, but we can check that. But I know he he he, he scored a goal, so I'm sure he was. That's Clive Mendonca of Grimsby and Barnsley fame. <laughs> no, it's not the uh, not the sole one. Yeah, it's not the sole one. Okay, uh, and I guess that left one more game. So I guess the police did they have the day off or were they the day they were playing, right? Tego had the Tego had the day off this week. Okay. So we had the battle of the of the name changes, right? Yeah. So the new team A versus new team B. So Ansan Muga Wuga Waga uh, against Goyang uh, Ziploc. Yeah. And the uh, Mugumha won one nil. Okay. It's a bit of a plethora of one nil wins this week. Uh, yeah, it was quite there was, wow, there was four out of five. And Seoul, Elan's second goal came quite late on, right? So almost five out of five. Five out of five. So I guess looking at that, place at the top, yep. Elan second. Yep. Anyang third, Daegu fourth. Yep. Amazing that Daegu had the week off and they're still fourth. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So who's going to be the who's going to be the the team at the top this year? Do you think, Paul? Uh, I'm going to say Daegu. Daegu. Yep. Okay. I'm probably going to go with the police. Okay. I think it's going to win it. Uh, I think Eland will probably bottle it and blow it. Right, that's all the matches reviewed. Did you want to, before we move on to the ACL, do you want to tell it, take us, give us your pick for player of the week? The week? Yep, uh, there's a couple of a couple of uh, options uh, for me. There's a few in the match I watched. P2 kept the ball well, didn't really give it away much. Uh, sorry, in the match I was at. And on the matches I watched on TV, uh, Kova can't score two goals with I've been considered for player of the match or player of the week. I'm not sure who you're going to give it to, Park. But for me, just purely because he turned the game on a, on his head, I'm going to go with Jimmy. Uh, okay. I think Jimmy, he looked good. He scored the first goal. Uh, it was his shot that bounced off, that rebounded back off the post. It was tapped in for, for the second goal. So, yep, I'm going to go with Jimmy. And give it to a guy that played 30 minutes. We can indeed, he was that good. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it to Kwon Chang Hoon, the Suwon player, the Blue okay. Wings player. Okay. Um, if only because I want to talk about the, the man of the match prize he got for his performance. This was a bottle of milk? Uh, a thousand bottles of milk. Can you believe it? What the hell is he going to do with a thousand oh, bottles of milk? You're going to love the Blue Wings, man. They're insane. I mean, like, a Samsung TV, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Nope, we give you a thousand bottles of milk. So, so in, in his uh, post-match like, uh, interview, he was asked, well, how do you feel about getting a thousand bottles of match for your man of the match prize? And you were going like, you know, I think it's going to be difficult to drink them all on my own. I'm going to have to have a, a little bit of think about what I'm going to do with all this milk. So if you see him in a Cleopatra hat anytime soon, yeah. <laughs> let me know what he's done with it, yeah. yeah. Um, he is an ass. Um, well, yeah. 
Okay, so you're going to give it to uh, Quan Chang Hoon, surprising, Ooh, to uh, a Blue Wings. Not because of his performance, just just so I could talk about the thousand bottles of milk. Okay, and uh, I'm going to give it, as I said, to uh, Jimmy, purely because I'm going to bump into him in a convenience store somewhere in Suwon and go, hey, see you, Jimmy. <laughs> right. Right, there were some other matches this week as well, weren't there, in the ACL? There were indeed. Why am I laughing at my own joke? There were indeed uh, in ACL, yep. Paul, did, well, I guess all four Korean teams played. Will we go through the ones that we didn't see? I, I think all four <coughs> of them were on the pitch. It's quite, quite debatable about whether two of them actually played. <laughs> actually, that's a fair point. Uh, we were both at the, uh, at the Seoul, Seoul Shandong game, yeah. I guess. I was also... A, the Suwon game, so I'll, I guess I can go through Suwon Melbourne if you want to go through uh, Seoul Shandong. That shouldn't take as long anyway. Um, Seoul Shandong, not much to say. Is there. Seoul had a couple of chances. I think Osmar hit the post. Yep. Um, and there are a couple of other very close chances, but Shandong came looking for a draw, I think. Defended, yeah, they did. Defended heavily. Yeah. Didn't show much too much attacking <coughs> intent. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I wasn't impressed by them at all. Um, uh, yeah, they, they went, but they, they looked as if they were playing for a draw from the beginning. Uh, so with a couple of, had, had enough chances, but they, they snatched everything. I guess maybe only Yunju Te looked composed in front of goal. What the guy that came on with two minutes to go? Yeah, but he he looked composed in in those two minutes. Yeah, in those two minutes, not those two minutes. It's a bit weird because. He started off, Che started off playing Dayan and Adriano up front. Yeah. And then at some point he brought on Pak Jiong and played him sort of behind the front two. Yeah. And then five minutes later he took off Dayan, pushed Pak Jiong further forward and put Yunjite sort of in the midfield or right wing. Yeah, I don't, yeah. His tactics were quite strange. I don't know what he was going to do with that. Because at one point I thought, wow, he's really going for it. He's, he's got all three on him. You know, he's got Pak Jiong, Dayan and Adriano. Oh, he pushed it at one time, and he did for five minutes, and then he hooked Dehan. Yeah. Uh, was it Dehan? I think it was Dehan. Yeah, it was, yeah. Park came on for Shin Jin Ho, yep. uh, and then Yoon Joo Tae came on for Dehan. Um, yeah. But uh, none of them, no one was particularly impressed. I mean, I guess Seoul need just a draw anyway, That they've, that's him qualified anyway. Uh, looking at the table, they can actually, they could still go out, I think. But they'd have to get humped by Hiroshima. Yeah. Because they they basically got a good head to head on all the other teams, right? They they win the head to head against Shandong. Yep. They they're not going to get beaten six 0 by Buriram at home, are they? Nope. So they're going to win a head to head. Even if they lose against Buriram, they're going to win head to head. And Hiroshima, <coughs> they've already beaten them four four nil. Four one. Was it four one? Hiroshima scored first. Uh, Okay. Bad defending by Osmar and yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, but that's a judge. I'm not drinking in football games, pal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should remember them a month later. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't see so. I can't see so not getting out. Uh, they're a group, and I cannot see them uh, not topping it. To be honest, I think I think it's impossible not to top it. As long as they beat Buriram at home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, had they, yeah. I mean, if they lose the next two games and Shandong win their next two games, then obviously Shandong will top the group. But you've got to imagine that they're not going to lose at, at home at Buriram. A team that's already out as well. Yeah. If they do lose to Buriram, that will make their final game in Japan a bit nervous. It would do, yeah. It would do. But you can't. I really can't see it. Uh, the other game that night was uh, Pohan. Oh, sorry, I think we should call it Pohang B, uh, Pohang Reserves, against uh, against FC Sydney. Sydney FC. Um, I had been at that game, the the home tie uh, in Pohang, but they had been pretty rank. Apparently, they took a bunch of kids over to to Sydney. I don't know why they did that. It was a pretty. I'm just going by Twitter. I didn't see any of it, but from what I read on Twitter, it was a pretty. Weekend team. Does that mean they've given up on the ACL already? Well, they were sitting second at that point. It seemed crazy. Either, either, either that or they're convinced that they're going to beat Yoraba and Guangzhou in the next two games. Uh, 
could quite possibly be beat Guangzhou. Well, uh, you, you would be stunned if they didn't, to be perfectly honest, by the way Guangzhou are playing. Um, so, yeah, so Pohang in that game, the kids, I mean, from what I read on Twitter, they defended pretty much from the kickoff. I don't think they actually had a shot on goal. Or so podcast favourite Miroslav uh, had said, or had, had tweeted. They lost 1 0, Sydney um, scored. So, Pohang are in a bit of a precarious position now. Uh, Sydney look as if they're probably safe enough. And Guangzhou looking as they're... Guangzhou are technically out. They're not technically out. They're going to struggle to qualify from there, though, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, Guangzhou would need to uh, win their remaining two games to give them eight points, and Yoraba Reds would need to lose their two games. Yeah. Very unlikely. Um, Yoraba beating Guangzhou uh, in Japan is kind of really almost the, the final nail in the coffin for Guangzhou. Uh, they still have to come to Pohang, and uh, I guess they'll be at home to Sydney. Um, Pohang, they're coming to Pohang with the next game, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so that takes care of the Tuesday night games. Wednesday night, Paul, did you watch any of the games on Wednesday night? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, I, I went down to the Big Bird to watch Melbourne um, versus Suwon. <coughs> Sorry, uh, Suwon Blue Wings. Uh, I went down actually for two reasons. One, um, as I was saying to Korea Racing last night, I signed uh, Costa Barbarossa uh, for a free transfer for Celtic uh, and Football Manager, and ended up being worth about $8 million. So I wanted to see if a football manager was actually accurate or not. And the uh, second reason was, yeah, because I went and watched that Brisbane game last year, I thought I'd go and watch an Australian team. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty decent game, actually. It, it, it was a pretty good game. Uh, both teams had chances. Um, Suwon, as you said earlier at the beginning of the podcast, like Suwon had a, had, a, had a number of chances, but the Melbourne victory goalkeeper was pretty uh, amazing. He pulled off a couple of cracking saves. One from Kwong Chang Hoon in the first half, uh, and the second one, I think, I think they were both actually from Kwon. Uh, one from a shot, the Kwon, I think it was Kwon, had kind of shot and it was it went past the keeper, and it was cleared off the line, but cleared straight back to him, and then he shot and the keeper kind of got it at the second attempt and then put it by for a corner, uh, and then the second one was a header, like a bullet header, point blank. He saved with both hands and seemed to turn it on to the bar. Uh, it was a pretty amazing save. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it, it was nothing to half time. I think the main talking point was there was six thousand people there, which is pretty woeful. Uh, I think there were ten thousand at all the night before. Yeah, yeah, there was ten thousand, which, which I was quite disappointed with as well. Yeah, I mean for the. <coughs> Greatest supported team in, in, in Korea to only get 6,000 coming out for a, an ACL game that you had to win uh, was was terrible. <coughs> Second half started well. At this point, so when we're attacking the uh, away end, so we've got to see things a bit closer. Uh, and it was Kwon Chang Hoon opened the scoring just with about an hour gone. Brilliant ball in by Yom Ki Hoon. Brilliant finish by Kwon. I mean, it, it, it was a great goal actually. And then, literally, from kickoff, uh, Melbourne attacked ball slid out to uh, Costa Barbarossas and he smacked out a ball from the edge of the, the, the kind of right hand side of the box pretty sweet strike um, equalised and the Melbourne fans decided to throw all their casts all over themselves <laughs> but to be perfectly honest it was probably the best thing to do with that, that much cast um, and then both teams yeah I mean one attacked a little bit more after that, yeah. Uh, and then there was still time for another brilliant save, uh, from this time from the Suwon keeper. So I finished one each, definitely Melbourne by far the happier team. Uh, Melbourne should be through now because they'll win the head to head with Suwon after beating Suwon, yeah. Um, you they're sitting second, you'd be surprised if Melbourne aren't, aren't in the, the draw for the next round. Yeah. Uh, another game that group was Gamba Saka versus Shanghai. 
my tip to win the whole tournament almost, Gamba, howling. <laughs> Absolutely howling. They haven't won in four games with two draws. Uh, there are some been, big names set to crash out, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I was really surprised at Gamba. Uh, I think they lost to Shanghai, right? Um, really surprised at how poor they've been. I was impressed by them last year. Uh, they have a couple of good players, but yeah, they've just been terrible. Losing 2-0 at home to Shanghai last night. Um, Shanghai are doing really badly in the Chinese Super League, yeah. isn't it? So. Yeah. But I guess they're keeping up for the ACL. Um, did your two favourite players in the world, Elkison and Konka, score for Shanghai uh, last uh, night? No. Two Chinese players score, I two, think. So, it's not true about the eight, did it? Okay. So, yeah, so Shanghai in Group G, Shanghai sitting top on uh, nine points, Melbourne second on six, Suwon third on three, and Gamba out on two. Yeah, Gamba out. Well, they're not out. Gamba could win their last two games. Melbourne could lose their last two games, and I'm sure there's some kind of way that Gamba can still go through, but yeah, pretty much. But hopefully, come round five in a couple of weeks' time, we'll be able to rule out, we'll be able to say for sure, Osaka are out, Guangzhou are out. Yep, yep, definitely. I mean, it's looking, looking at it right now, it looks pretty much as if Osaka and Evergrande are both out. The only team that are definitely out in the East is Bruin. Bruin are definitely out. Uh, we can say that with 100% certainty. We can say 100% certainty, unless they start giving more than three points for a victory, put it around. <laughs> or someone gets a points deduction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe someone might get a point deduction for fielding Adriano, and that's unfair, because uh, he's just so good. But yeah, so, so Buriram are definitely out. That leaves one more group to go through in the East. <laughs> yeah, but does, I was at the game and I had no battery. I was at the Suwon game and I had, I had no battery, so I have no idea how this went. All I do know is that John Book romped home 4 0 winners, right? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, so I guess v- Fitty was right after all then? Uh, uh, I mean, t- just to say the result, John Book lost 3 2 yep. in Vietnam. Which I believe they lost in Vietnam, or. They drew last they year. They drew last year, right? So there, there are certain people on the, the Rock Football Forum who are saying this eclipses. Songnam's loss to Buram last year is the worst ever result for a Korean team. I would agree with that. Not just because I'm a Songnam fan, but I would agree with that. Well, you didn't think that the criticism last year was warranted, did you? Because you thought Buram were. No, I thought Buram had a bit of history about them, and you know they they had been doing well in, like, in the tournament in previous tournaments. Um, but it was you know like Songnam's first game back in ACL. Uh, you know, in a couple of years, they'd only got there because they won the FA Cup. They finished the league like by almost getting relegated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it was a pretty. I mean, I think there was a uh, the gap. You know, like between them and Buriram, you would imagine was, you know, like was wider than the gap between um, John Book and Bindang, To be perfectly honest, it looks like one of those games where everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. Right? They conceded two penalties. Two guys sent off. Yep. Although, I mean, they were already, it was already two each when, when the first guy was sent off. Uh, and then the second guy, I guess, was sent off for the penalty, I guess. Yeah. For, for the second penalty, yeah. yeah. But yeah, two penalties conceded. Um, but as I said earlier, like, I read on Twitter, uh, thanks to Matthew Binns, that Chicken had made eight changes from the game on Saturday. You can't make that many changes. I don't care if how much training you do with systems and blah 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 all together, wherever everyone knows what they're doing. You cannot make eight changes, yeah, and expect to or not expect to like suffer, struggle. Sorry, the bookie started. That's all I do know. Uh, Partilu started as well. Presumably, um, Jong Ho started if he scored after twenty-seven yeah. minutes. It's probably um, his probably his di- uh, first start for the team, right? I think so. Yeah, I mean. It, I mean, I think it was a pretty strong team of, of what I read, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Leonardo started, Parto started, you know, like, Bibuki started, as you said, like, Eton Ho started, um, I think you won started. So we're not talking about a, a, a team of diddies here, do you know what I mean? And we're talking about a decent team, but, as I read on Twitter uh, today, John Boot have no clue at the back. Yeah. No EJ no Song, who's if you believe what you read on Twitter, is being scouted by Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I believe I read a lot of things on Twitter. 
I believe that Russian girl called Svetlana really does want to be my friend. Um, and I'm sure she is real. But uh, no, I think John Book are paying for the ridiculous decision to sell uh, Kim Kihi two days before the, the, the window closed. Ridiculous. So. And the other game in that group? Uh, I think that also went against John Book as well, if I, if I remember right, by Tokyo beating Jiangsu 2-1 in China. Yeah. So it hasn't helped John Book in the slightest, because John Book still need to go to Tokyo, I guess, for the last game. So yeah, so the table, John Book's table looks like this. We have Tokyo surprisingly on top, uh, amazingly after losing the first game to John Book anyway, on seven points. John Book second on six, Jiangsu third on five, and Bindong uh, fourth on four. So Bindong still got a bit of hope of qualifying, you reckon? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess as long as they win one of their games then buy more goals than they could beat I guess well, I guess Tokyo still have to go to Vietnam yeah they already they already drew with Jiangsu in Vietnam beat Chumbuk in Vietnam so they get a result against Tokyo and everything's up for grabs yeah and Jiangsu come to Chumbuk the day before Children's Day uh, so so Bindong go to Jiangsu next next time out yep and then take Tokyo at home in their last game yeah, so I'll be I'll be at that John Book Jansu game, definitely. Uh, I, it was always my plan to go to watch Ramirez anyway, yeah. but now that it could be a well, no matter what happens, it's going to be a, a hugely important game. Yeah. So yeah, should be interesting. But yeah, John Book, as we said, not particularly consistent again, or consistently inconsistent. Okay. Just before we get onto this week's previews. Um, I know that the FA Cup draw for the third and fourth round was made this week. It was indeed. Um, any fixtures that took your, your fancy before we talk about Seoul and Songnam? Uh, what, in the third round? Because the third round is where the, the, the challenge, the challenge comes in. Comes in. <coughs> um, there was a, an all-challenge fixture, I remember. Uh, yep, it's uh, Daegu versus Chunju. Uh, there was two then, because... Busan have also got, I think. Uh, yep, and for me, the, the other fixture that kind of stood out was Elan versus Wasong. Yeah. Uh, I know that you went to the Wasong game last year and said that it's so kind of strong. But again, so we're struggling at that point in time last year anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it'd be interesting to see if Elan end up struggling with Wasong as well. Um, I think for me, because Kyungnam are playing Pusan. So that's two challenge teams playing each other. And the winner of that goes on to play the winner of the Pusan transport, Transportation against Hanam University tie. So you could get the, the Pusan derby again. You could get Pusan derby, which hasn't happened for, a, for a, a long, long time. Did not happen a couple of years ago. Probably. <laughs> I just sometimes say these things without thinking first. Um, and yeah, and then, as we said, yeah, so Daegu Chonji Hummel. Yep. And the winner of that plays... FC Seoul. FC Seoul. Uh, at Sangam, right? I'm correct since at Sangam, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, who does who does Songnam potentially have in the next round? Songnam potentially have either K3 team Yangpyeong, uh, who are at home to Yonam University. Yep, that Yonam, which means that if Yonam beat Yangpyeong, it will be the third year in a row that we have played them at Tanchon. Um, I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I really hope we don't. Put, the first time we beat them easily. Second time uh, went to extra time, uh, and Kim Hak Bum brought on Wang Joe and Kim Do Hyun, who saved the day. But yeah, I really want to play my third time. I'd rather play Yang Pyeong, I think. Yeah. But um, the FA Cup third round matches have been played last week of April, I think. Lots yeah. of different dates, and the fourth round we played on the 11th of May. So. I assume you'll go down to Songnam and see your team get humiliated by a university team again. I will indeed, yes. In 120 minutes. Yep, I will. And I'm assuming you'll watch uh, Daegu uh, tear, tear so on you, a new one. Yep, why not? I guess, I mean, of all the matches, that's probably one of the trickiest ones, right? Well, I believe I mean, Dejan, Dejan, if they get through, uh, Dejan have got a tricky game. They, they have a game against... 
You mean Taejon Citizens? Yeah, I believe they play... Yonsei University or Suwon, F- Suwon City. Suwon City, yeah. I remember thinking it was it was a, a repeat of last year, but it wasn't. It was a repeat of the teams that went down, yeah. So the draw this year must not have been seeded at all. Because there's a couple of OK League games, a couple of OK3 games. Yeah, I guess, yeah. So. But I think, obviously, the draw for the third round wasn't seeded, the fourth round was seeded, I guess. No, I can't think, because you've got... Like, <coughs> you playing Cheju. Okay, so yeah, so it's just uh, out the hat. I think I think that's better. Uh, yeah, I mean, Seoul have struggled in the, in the past few years against a whole motley range of crappy teams like the the Isotopes last year and yeah. Yonsei University and Mokpo City Hall. They've always struggled, so I'm in take was fine. Okay. Right, this weekend, going to a match? Uh, I am indeed. Uh, I will be going to the the derby uh, that seems to uh, have grown arms and legs into a, a bit of a, a, a poster battle. I don't know if anyone has been seeing the posters that, that have been getting made by Inchon and uh, Songnam. Uh, so I'll let you know, obviously, uh, sorry, the game first of all, I'll be at Inchon for Inchon v Songnam on, on Saturday. Basically, Inchon uh, made a poster which had something along the lines of um, the like this the child will come back to haunt the parent or yeah. something yeah. Uh, due to the fact that Inchon's manager worked under Kim Hak Bum um, and so there was a f- kind of po- uh, a, an image of the Inchon manager that uh, you know making a, a kind of mm, a contemplating uh, look. And then Songnam's reply was to have Kim Hak Bum making exactly the same look with the words, basically, you are nothing. Yeah. <laughs> or you mean nothing, yeah? Uh, basically meaning irrelevant, yeah, we don't care. Um, so, yeah, both clubs stoking up a little bit of uh, heat before the game, a little bit like the mayor of Songnam did with the Suwon mayor. That whoever wins has to fly the other team, right, so whoever loses has to fly the other team's flag. Um, I, I do. I have to admit, I do like this, this song down there. I think he actually does get football, mm. uh, so I, I think he's he's been good for the club. Um, I was at the game, the fixer last year in the middle of a monsoon season. Uh, we won one 0 I believe Kim Do Hyun scored the goal. Uh, I love going to Incheon. Two reasons: right on the pitch, uh, and B, there's no better beer in the world than the beer that you drink at Incheon after you smuggle it in by the gorillas. So yeah, I'll be there. Uh, Four PM kickoff on Saturday. Hope to see a good fair, a good fair number from uh, Songnam as well. It's pretty close. I believe it comes under the terms of the Gyeonggi Derby, but I'm sure you'll correct my Korean if that's wrong. Uh, yeah, it should be Gyeonggi Derby. Yeah. Okay, where well, yourself, Paul? Are you going there again? Uh, Seoul are away at Cheongnam this weekend. Um, they're also away at Gwangju next Wednesday. So. I'm going to do one of those two, I'm not sure which yet. Probably Kwangju though. Okay. So they play John Am on the Saturday or the Sunday? Sunday. On the Sunday. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll just go through the Saturday games then. So Saturday we have Sangju versus Suwon. Yeah. Prediction. Suwon City. We need to get right of saying Suwon City, I guess. Uh, Sangju versus Suwon City. I think Suwon are going to trip up for the first time. Yeah, I would agree. I think. Uh, yeah, I think Sangju might just. Well, I wonder what their head. The head was last year. I guess they both put each other in challenge a lot last year, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so probably yeah, I'm going to see that they're going to trip up. Um, I wonder if Jimmy will start. Uh, I don't think he'll start. I'm not sure. He, I don't know if he's ready for the full start. I don't think. Yeah. And the final game on Saturday is Guangzhou against Ulsan. Chance for the Patriot to continue his goal scoring form, or do you think he'll come unstuck as well? Um, seems to be that he's taking all the chances he's getting. So. I think he'll score one more. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say Guangzhou will win that game. So I reckon it'll be a home win. Wilson have looked poor. Okay. They're more Suwon than Suwon. Uh, racing on to Sunday, as you said, Paul, you have uh, John Am versus Seoul. Um, tricky away fixture? It is a game where we've not done too well. We've been humped 3 0 last time out, got humped 3 0 a couple of years ago as well. Couple of draws, so it's not not a place we do really well. Okay, think you'll do better this year. Um, 
I don't know because the last two games Sol haven't looked particularly good, but then Chonnam have not been particularly good all season. Yeah. So okay. I think they're going to, they're bound to click at some point, though, aren't they? Yeah, and we think this is being a draw. I reckon this will be a draw. A score draw, but I think it'll be a draw. Okay. Um, my prediction for the Incheon Sonam game is in a way win. <laughs> Stretch your lead at the top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also on Sunday we have Pohang versus Jumbuk. Jumbuk. Um, which should be kind of like a tough tussle. Uh, Pohang have done pretty well against Jumbuk. They were the ones you know they kind of chased them towards the end last season. Yeah. Uh, I've not been impressed by Jumbuk. I think that's got a draw as well. I really think that could be a draw. I think Jumbuk could could struggle. Defensively, they look bad. If Pohan click, if Moon Changjin and Shim Dong Hoon play well, who knows? But Pohan against Songnam, against Sydney, no. But Pohan against Incheon could could maybe get a victory. But I'm going to definitely go. With, I'm going to say at least a draw for Pohan. So it depends which Pohan turns up. Yeah, definitely. And then the final game, uh, Jeju versus the Blue Wings. Uh, home win. Home win. Yeah. Definitely, I think I think I'll be a home win. And then, as we said, there's another round five is following on quite sh- quite quickly after that. Next Wednesday is a public holiday here in Korea for the election. It is indeed. And in their wisdom, they decide to schedule a full round of K League Classic games. Um, will you come <coughs> to any of them? Uh, yeah, I'll be at Tanchon for Songnam versus uh, Jonam Dragons. Okay. Which I think Chonnam will com- continue their good role in the form and get two wins on the bounce. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. I actually wouldn't be surprised if uh, Chonnam did well against both Son and Son. And that's what I'm talking about. That's, as we said at the start, I think it's Songnam and Seoul's title. Songnam and Seoul's title to lose, but they'll lose it right, by losing games like Chonnam. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Chonnam won that 1 1 0. I'll be there, but I wouldn't be surprised if they won it. And of course, the longer the longer your like your unbeaten run goes on, the more likely it is to end, right? Yep. You're not going to go unbeaten for the whole season. Mm, so. Not really, nope. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, John Am took something off us in that game. Uh, you guys are at Guangzhou. I guess a return to Seoul, or well, a return again Seoul for uh, John Jokuk, as long as he doesn't get injured. Yeah. You'll probably score a hat trick. <laughs> You guys had a pretty tough game down there, right? He was involved in the incident with the guy getting... Remember the crowd trouble last year? When Kim Jin-gyu thought he'd been hit by a stone. Yeah. You think that will add a little bit of spice to the atmosphere? Uh, Kim Jin-gyu is no longer with the club, so okay. I don't think there'll be a problem. Okay. That game was in Mopo <coughs> as well. That was a dinky little ground. Okay. So you're thinking Seoul to lose two, two away games in the trot, or...? Um, I think they'll probably win this one. Okay. okay so. uh, also at home we have the Blue Wings versus Pohang, um, which would have been a game that people would have been kind of like running to watch, but because of the fact that Blue Wings have no fans anymore, uh, you could imagine. Yeah. Again, it depends on which Pohang turn up. Depends on which Suwon turn up, but nothing each. Yeah, it could be a boring, boring nil-nil one-all draw. Okay. Uh, other games, John Book hosting Incheon. Home win. Home win, yep, every day of the week. Uh, and Jeju Sangju. Home win. Home win, yep, gotta imagine. Jeju don't lose often at home, they don't really lose to Sangju. Uh, and Suwon, a home to Ulsan. Uh, Suwon to get back on, tra- back, back on track. Yep, so we're picking Ulsan to lose both the next two games then, yeah? Yeah, so they probably won't though. <laughs> probably won't, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna agree. So one to at least get a point in that one. Okay. And then I guess the league that doesn't matter. Ooh. Maybe I'd be tempted to go to Bouchon's home opener against Eland. That's on this this Saturday, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So shall we go through the preview then of the league that doesn't matter? Okay, so in the challenge this weekend, Dejon versus Ansan. Uh, away win. We win. No, I think score draw. Score draw. Chunju versus Gangwon. Uh, score draw. Score draw. Buchon, uh home against Soiland. Boosted, boosted the crowd to fifteen thousand by the announcement of Yoja Chingu being a half-time act. Yeah, score draw. Score draw. 
Okay. What about on the pitch? Uh, actually, then the last time there was a K-pop act in Butchon and you went to the game, did you not end up in Butchon? <laughs> oh, no, that, that was Goyang. That was Goyang, right? Maybe, maybe we'll end up in Goyang after the game. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, on the Sunday, we have uh, two games, Daegu versus Gyeongnam. Uh, I'm going to say home win for Daegu. And uh, Goyang, Ziploc versus uh, Pusan. I'm going to say a way win for Pusan. Yeah. Okay. And they also, uh, round four, is also on election day. Okay. Um, so we'll quickly go through them. Uh, Go Yang versus Daegu. Away win. Away win. Uh, Gang one versus the police. Away win. Away win. Gyeongnam versus Chunju. Home win. Home win. Buchon Anyang Derby. Score draw. Score draw. And Busan versus Eland. Score draw. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, only game I'm going to disagree with you on is that one. I'm going to say away win. Okay. There we go then. So after this, by next week's podcast, we should have a, a clear review of uh, how the tables are shaping up because there'll be a, two more rounds further two in. Two more rounds so. in, yep. So will Bo Songnam still be top? Will John Book have got back to the, the rightful place? Will Inchon still be Kevinless? Will the Blue Wings make it into the top half of the table? Yep. And for the challenge, well, who cares? <laughs> Stevie cares. Stevie cares. He's re- he's writing a uh, big piece at the moment on uh, marketing the, the K-League. He's writing a, a big piece or he's eating a big piece? He's writing a big piece. Oh, okay. Part two of several. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. Okay. He's also lost £40 pounds since Christmas. So he's definitely not eating a big piece then? I assume it's £40 of weight and not the £40 he owes us for the <laughs> subscriptions. Yeah, yeah. Probably swear have that one, Stevie, didn't you? Yeah, because we lost £40 last year, didn't we? <laughs> right, so we're an hour in now. I guess we'd better call it a day. Yep. Nothing else to talk about, is there? Uh, nothing else apart from how hugely impressed I was by the Melbourne fans. There was usually Australian teams, well, the games I've been at, there have been like a couple of fans there. There was maybe 30 or 40 Melbourne fans. They sang, danced through the whole game. Some choice some choice songs, some choice uh, slurs, and ethnic slurs, racist slurs, whatever you want to call them. But entertaining bunch. Uh, definitely made the night a little bit better. And uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. I was, I was pretty impressed by them. I, would like, I don't know if I'd like to be in amongst them at a home game in, in Melbourne, but definitely I think there would be a spectacle in, in, in their own stadium. That's all I have to add. I'd like to get them over for a, a Champions League playoff game in February and see if they still chuck their beer around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah definitely. Arctic. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Okay, so I guess all that's left then is for some uh, suitably uh, appropriate outro music. So you want, you want me to pick something for the one of the matches we've seen this, this week? Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe we can. I guess maybe go with the Melbourne game, the Super Melbourne game. Something, something by Rolf Harris. <laughs> Timey kangaroo down. <laughs> yeah, something to do with the dingoes. <laughs> Jake the pig with his extra leg. Actually, that's what they were singing about. I think for the goalkeeper, yeah, they, they seem to find the word "dong" incredibly funny. <laughs> you can, you can childish, aren't they? You, you can take the child out of Melbourne. <laughs> Uh, they're, I mean, a lot of the the songs in Korea, like the chants in Korea, are <coughs> ripped off of Japanese or European things. Is yeah. it the same for the Australian team? So they did. Did you see any kind of tribute chants or? Um, if if I'm not if I'm not uh, mistaken, it sounded as if they had got the the 1980s West Ham songbook, and okay. we're just like changing some of the words on it. Um, we we had like several chants that I kind of recognised from from the movie Green Street, Green Street Hooligans and from my time of watching you know like West Ham videos. Okay. On YouTube, when I used to like Paolo Di Canio. Okay. So. So yeah, I think they they definitely seem to base a, a lot of their stuff on I guess what they view as being like hardcore hardcore football fans from the UK. Mm, so. 
I guess West Ham's most famous chant is I'm throwing blowing bubbles. It is indeed. So how many times did they sing that? Uh, they didn't sing it, but I think because I started reading them, they were probably like, I think most of the bubbles was in their flat cast. That they were chucking around like it was water. Unless they were actually going and filling up their paper cups with water in the bathroom and chucking that around, I don't actually know. But yeah, I, I was impressed by that. But that was also something that, that I think is, a, is an old English uh, kind of thing. And the pub after the game, it was like, they, you know, let's all... Because they were singing that song, you know, let's all... Let's go effing mental, let's go effing mental, na 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 na. Which I know was like a big English thing. Back back when beers weren't five quid a pint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you seem to do that at, at, at Eland with the craft brew, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's just keep in the cup, guys. <laughs> Alright then, I'm forever blowing bubbles, it is. Sounds good, take it away. Mm-hmm.